Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Friday to everybody out there. Good Sense Friday here in the building. So thanks to Good Sense uh, for hooking us up with some nice lunch. And thanks to our weekly guest, Brian Munson, for joining us once again. And uh, things are quite a bit different than last time we spoke with him, as we were talking about just, just a smidge. Just one week ago, we didn't even know if Nebraska was going to beat Iowa. And since then, a lot has happened. So <laughs> let's catch up with it and, and look toward the future as well in recruiting as that is going to be a major focus this offseason with Brian Munson of On3 and Husker Online. Brian, how are you doing today? Wait, there's newsworthy items out of Nebraska football? I am not aware. I did not <laughs> You might have, if, if not, you might be beaten by your competition there. So you might, you might, we might let you go and let you go start typing some stuff up. This is this is very true. Honestly, I just got the phone with with Sean, and Sean's sitting here saying about you know the staff hitting the road this morning. Matt Rule being in, out in the road in Lincoln, and and uh, we're trying to track in home visits. Sounds like Maverick Union will be in home. You know, have an in home visit on Monday night. Like Nebraska will be in home with Malachi Mal- Mal- Coleman tonight. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Let's go ahead and get started. Wow. Well, let's let's dive into it. You mentioned it there at the end. I think a lot of people a little bit shaken by by seeing Malachi Coleman uh, decommit, wondering if there's a possibility for Matt Rule to make some inroads there. You said he's going to be making the visit tonight. Yeah, in home should be tonight. And obviously, the the decommitment uh, yesterday surprised me. Surprised Sean. We were kind of talking about it actually a little bit briefly before. You know, it, it's just one of those things where it seemed like a little bit of patience here could have gone a long ways. Um, you know, I, I think when Mickey Joseph probably became didn't became the, like part of the picture that he was not going to be a retain at Nebraska. You know, the what might have been valuable is understanding who the wide receivers coach is going to be, and maybe waiting for today to see Matt Rule at the high school, maybe waiting for tonight to, to see Matt Rule at home. Or even the 12-9, you know, official visit with the rest of the 2023 class, you know, for the most part are, are going to be in town to take. So, you know, I, I think that there's a market there, obviously, you know, for a, a great athlete. He's a wonderful athlete. He's got a lot of, he's got a ton of potential. And I'm sure Matt Rule is just absolutely drooling seeing him, you know, work and, and his speed and his length. Um, but, but you know, obviously there's, going to be a need to kind of refold him back in again and, and let him kind of hear about what kind of offense they're going to run at Nebraska and he's going to probably you know wait it out now until February before he decides to to, re, to, to do anything like resign or actually sign in February and, and probably recommit sometime before that so we, we've got we've got some more time and things to deal with here but it sounds like he might be headed to Michigan you know uh, the weekend after that 12-9 visit that the other commitments were supposed to take in December. Hmm. So, Brian, the, the, the new staff, or you know, currently what is constructed of the new staff, is making the rounds in the state of Nebraska. Uh, can you give us some of the names of, of the currently uncommitted players that, or maybe some guys in the 2024 class that Nebraska might be uh, trying to uh, you know, keep their eye on or, or maybe flip or, or get to maybe not commit but just uh, get, a, get a stronger relationship with? Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting. Matt Rule starts out in Lincoln, and he goes to Lincoln High, Lincoln East, Lincoln Southeast. He catches, you know, Gunnar Gatula and obviously Malachi, who we had mentioned before, but he also stops in to see Benny Nagoti. 
And Benny Ngoi is an interesting dude because on paper, similar numbers, similar height, similar athleticism to Malachi. Um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a guy that's got to be catching Nebraska's eye, too, and obviously has got that ability to maybe play another position, maybe maybe go to the other side of the football, play some, play some secondary. Um, I, I think then, you know, after that, you got to kind of look Got to kind of look east. Nebraska was in Omaha. You got to stop in to see Gretna, Mason Goldman, who holds a Nebraska offer as an offensive tackle. St. Flores, like, is there really a chance there, you know, potentially for, um, you know, for, for Flores in Nebraska? It doesn't sound like that's that's really much of a possibility. I know that from there, the offensive coordinator, Marcus Satterfield, was heading over to uh, Omaha West Side, going to check in, like, with Christian Jones, 2025 linebacker, Caleb Benning, 2025. Four defensive back, and then obviously you know uh, Matt Rule actually offered Jalen Lloyd on Sunday before he was even announced as the head coach. So lots of good stuff happening over there at West Side. I think I think there's probably one big thing to kind of watch here too. Here as we kind of head into this day, and maybe even like a guy that might, I might circle here a little bit because I think that there was some neglect going back to Scott Frost and Verduzco. I think Mickey Joseph was trying to kind of right the ship there, but I think that Matt Rule is going to take it, you know, and even push it even further into getting a lot of attention. But Daniel Kalen, um, you know, I think from Bellevue West is going to get a lot of attention. I, I, I think Nebraska and Matt Rule and his staff are really going to like what they see from him on film. I know that, that you know, obviously you've got the two wide receivers in Davon Hall and Isaiah McMorris that, that are holding offers now to 2024 guys. Uh, Omaha North uh, defensive lineman Tyson Terry, uh, he's he's actually shown up very very early on some of like the uh, the new staff like Twitter follows. He was one of the very first like underclassmen to show up on any of them. So I, I would take that away as a huge compliment for him. And, and also you know another guy I think Nebraska is going to be checking in on is going to be Tristan Alvano. And Tristan Alvano obviously had a great Class A state final. He's got, you know, he had the uh, the, the, the big kick and has that, has basically that clutch kind of thing going for him, you know, along with the big leg. But I, I think that there is going to be some shakeups happening in the kicking room. And, and a guy like Alvano uh, becomes very, very valuable at that point. You know, you might look to see if Brennan Frankie is going to enter the, port, the transfer portal here. But uh, Albano could do kickoffs as well as field goals. Interesting. And another in-state guy that, that did receive an offer was uh, Westside track star Jalen Lloyd. Is that, you know, because I know he was kind of leaning toward just running track, you know, before that offer. I don't know if this will, will change his mind, but how does he project as a football player? Obviously, you can't teach speed, but, you know, is, is, is he a bit of a project as a football player at the D1 level? Or why wasn't he getting too much attention, I guess, outside of Nebraska? Well, I think that the speed aspect really comes out of there first. And, and, and I think that there's always been like this strong desire to kind of get into a, an area where you can kind of run track a little bit more year round when you start talking about Texas Tech, mm. Florida, and Georgia, and kind of able to kind of do those things where he had those track offers. As a football player, he did actually have an offer to Texas Tech. Uh, he was holding, you know, other area offers like right. Illinois and Northern Iowa and North Dakota. Um, you know, I, I think that the size aspect has kind of come into the into the equation before on the previous staff. Um, I think personally, you start talking about a really valuable guy that you could put it into sort of a, a slot 
And if, if anybody watched Thursday Night Football and they saw, what was his name, Mark Smith or Mark Jones, the guy from New England that burned Buffalo for like the only touchdown they had all night, mm. that's the kind of speed we're talking about with like with Jalen Lloyd. Um, he's the kind of guy that you can kind of put into some situations, get him into really, really good matchups for you, really bad ones for the defense. And when that speed kicks in and he gets a little bit of daylight, you're going to have a hard time catching angles on that guy to catch him as he's running away from you. So um, that's the kind of speed we're talking about with him. And, and that's honestly, um, honestly the, the biggest thing I've seen so far about these offers outside of the offensive tackles and some other guys, they've been, they've been about speed. They, they've offered a couple of, of running backs. The, the one guy in North Carolina, whose name is escaping me at the moment, he was a high school tr- uh, state track champion uh, in Tulsa, four three eight forty. So they are definitely going after some guys that are that are going to upgrade the athleticism on that roster. And I think that they're looking for it on both sides of the football because if you if you can remember too, there was an offer on Saturday, which was you know days before you know uh, Coach Rule gets announced. And you're sitting there going, man, he's already got these guys kind of circled in the middle. Well, he said he went and got to work like right away as he left the Carolina Panthers. And then he offers Dante Lovett like just himself. But the Virginia Tech cornerback picks up an offer from the, from the state, from the uh, head coach at Nebraska. And Dante, it says a lot to me about Dante Lovett. Uh, and then Jalen Lloyd was the second guy. But those are both big-time speed guys. So clearly uh, Matt Rule is talking about upgrading athleticism on the roster. Something that's uh, kind of gone noticed on, on Nebraska as they fill off this staff is that a lot of these these former staff are these staff members that are the new staff members I should say are uh, have experience in their titles and in their previous jobs as recruiters. Does that seem to be you know sometimes you want a mix of those guys, but that does that seem to be a real strength of the staff moving forward? As Matt Rule is putting together recruiters. I think that that's a great sign. I, I think obviously you you. you need guys that understand how that process works. You need guys that are going to have some sort of a background that you can leverage, guys who have ties to schools, etc. I think you're also going to want guys that are stepping out of current, you know, current positions where they have already scouted areas and there's guys there that maybe wherever they were at, they could never get. And and if they changed, you know, basically the perspective from coming at them now from Nebraska, you know, working from that rule, um, maybe it's a Maybe the, the whole lens, you know, and the and the and the and the narrative changes are enough for them to go ahead and give him a, give them another look. So, I think that that's that's huge. Obviously, that Nebraska is doing that. That they're going out there and, and finding these these. I'll say I'll say this as well. Not only are the recruiting guys, the recruiting guys, but they're young guys. And and I'm thinking that you when you start talking about the recruiting guys, you know, being younger guys having more energy, hitting that ground running, going out there, you know, blazing the recruiting trail, that is a tough job. And it oftentimes comes down to just who's going to outwork who to go out there on the trail. And and I think that that's a good combination for what Matt Rule is trying to pull together when it comes to this. And the other question I had, kind of the, the, the big, the more kind of a, a bigger look at this thing, is that Matt Rule uh, kind of explained his his hot areas that he's going to be recruiting in his introductory press conference. So I mentioned Texas, I believe, Florida, yep. uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. He, he mentioned the 500 mile radius, but for places, you know, hotbeds like that, he didn't mention like a California or something. Um, is that is is that kind of alarming, or does he just kind of have his you know his specialties? That it was he kind of referencing places he had been before and and where his name kind of pops. I, I think it 
comes back to like where he's been successful before. I think he's I think he's mentioning some areas that he felt like are are more relevant to Nebraska as well. And now maybe that changes a little bit as you as you add USC and, and UCLA into the Big Ten conference. But for the time being, I think what you're talking about there is that you've got kind of this four corners of like that Southwest region, Mid Atlantic to Northeast region, across to Nebraska South down to Texas. That you're kind of capped in this net. And it's kind of what I said in my, in my three and out on Wednesday. I felt like, you know, they aren't going to necessarily all be in Florida. They're not all going to necessarily be in, 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 in a, a, a New Jersey. Like the, the, the first offer was in Maryland. Hmm. Um, so it falls outside the area. But geographically, you know, you could be in Maryland or New Jersey and not know actually like what state you're really in if you're driving because everything just looks kind of the same. It's very densely populated. So you just kind of lose that lose that thing as opposed to going from like Nebraska to Kansas and you can see the, the sign and you get the little Google alert. So I, I just feel like it's, that was a little too specific. I would kind of zoom out just a little bit. and I can still see Georgia playing a factor. I can still see them trying to get, you know, into, into Texas and then knocking down the door a little bit in Oklahoma and Louisiana and some Arkansas. But I thought it was really, really interesting that Matt Rule knew the term 500 mile radius. Mm. Because that's been a term that I think was really more coined around like Bill Callahan and Sean Watson and Jane Orville. So that goes back a few steps anyway to where I feel like that's really where, where it, that was kind of that came from. And then trying to basically increase the population of the state of Nebraska by extending the state border out to 500 miles similar to like what Texas. Yeah, that that I thought that was I you know that caught my ear too. I thought that was really good that he knew that. Um, perhaps uh, Trev Alberts was talking about that with him when he was interviewing him. All right, final question that I have, uh, Brian, and, and maybe it's too early to tell, um, but just from the, the I guess the early tea leaves of what you're seeing. Um, it, it, it's just fascinating how college football teams are going to build. You have year one under Matt Rule. Traditionally, he's kind of been able to to build up and uh, in, in, you know each year get better and better with his original recruiting classes. Now that he's back in college, the transfer portal is kind of a new thing to him. Do you see? Do you envision Nebraska being a, a heavy factor once again in the transfer portal, or do you think because it's year one, he's got his time um, that that that, he, that he's going to probably be hitting the high school recruits a little bit harder to build the foundation? I lean more towards the latter, and that might surprise some people. Now he may go tra- transfer portal heavy on some positions. Like let's think about in the trenches where he talked about. He wants to be stout. He wants to own the line of scrimmage. Well, I don't think they're going to get there by recruiting high school guys. And obviously, I think people are pretty familiar with the performance that they saw out of the 2023 group and the need for talent across those spots. So maybe you go ahead and say, hey, look, we're going to have to get more physical immediately when it comes to positions along the line of scrimmage. But honestly, there were some words that he was saying in his press conference about like, you know, Sean asked a question about the first four days in his office. And he said, I don't think anything in the first four days in my office is, is going to be, you know, is going to mean a whole lot in the, in the big scope. And I took that away as being very, very interesting because I think that he doesn't want to be too disruptive. I don't think he wants to be overly disruptive when it comes to his roster. I don't think he wants to be overly disruptive when it comes to the process. And I think that that means you're going to see – some portal transfers, but I think you're going to see a lot of high school guys, and it's going to be really interesting to see if any of the junior college stuff, you know, remains valid as we kind of move forward. Are they are they going to kind of skip on that and say we're going to go portal and high school 
and just and just glance right past the junior college guys that, that were already already had Nebraska officers pointed. I haven't heard anything at all on that front. Uh, always entertaining and always uh, very helpful as we learn much from a Brian Munson interview. Brian, thanks for your time once again this Friday. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you. All right, there he goes, Brian Munson of Husker Online in on three. Uh, interesting stuff. We'll kind of break that down, look forward uh, to some other news. Uh, former Big 8 rivals, Kansas and Missouri, set to play in the Liberty Bowl. Mm-hmm. Except for one of them says, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.